What is up, everybody, and welcome to a very, very special review. That's right. Today, we're going over God of War Ragnarok. It's been a long time coming, and my God, I'm so excited to talk to y'all about it. On the panel, I got Jordan, I got Chance, and I got Austin. How you guys doing? Great. I'm a little sick, but I'm here, and I'm happy to be here. If this was any other review, I'd probably be like, fuck it, I don't care. I'm sick, I'm I don't want to be on, but with it being this game, I had to be here, so here I am. Absolutely valid. Valid. And speaking of other reviews, be sure to check out other reviews we've been dropping. We got Plague Tale, we got Gotham Knights. On the way, we got Pokemon, we got Callisto, we got High on Life, reviews on reviews, we got Andor coming out, Shared Screens podcast, so be sure to check all those out. Getting that out of the way, I want to start top-level impressions, chance. Real quick, me, man. for all you at home, spoiler-free, we're not going to give away shit. Don't worry about Absolutely. it. We do. That's how we do our video games. We will have a spoiler cast for this. Um, I, great catch, great catch. I just wanted to make sure y'all knew out there, some of us haven't beaten the game, two of us. So if spoilers are dropped, we're going to be just as mad as you. Um, this is a perfect <laughs> game. <laughs> this is a perfect game. Um, while I do have some gripes with the combat it's because of my play style not because of the design of the game um i think that the story is really building off of what 2018 did and is exceeding my expectations i did not think that anything would give elden ring a run for it's my game of the year and oh my god it's given it's neck and neck right now like i don't want to pick my favorite child god damn God, I, and that's why I can't wait for Game of the Year podcast, but yeah. you got a month to figure it out, man. <laughs> Jordan, tell me what you're thinking, man. I'm absolutely loving this game. So fun little fact, I didn't play God of War till 2020. I was a little late on that train. And so, mm-hmm. you know, the, the, the standard was kind of set so high that I played God of War and I was like, this is fantastic, but like not necessarily disappointed, but like I think I hyped it up too much just because like you hear two years, people like, yo, you got to play, you got to play it. But this game, I think, really takes what 2018 was and steps its game up while also being the perfect amount of uh, innovative. It adds more without adding too much. And I think the best compliment I can get it, give it is that I don't have the same issues with this game that I have with Horizon, where if you listen to our Horizon review, I complain that Horizon tried too hard to be an RPG when I wanted like a single-player game. This game uh-huh. finds that balance really nice because... like the levels themselves are a lot more on the rails and I just ignored the side content, but I'm still getting stuff to help me along my journey in terms of upgrades and power-ups and runics, etc. And so like, I think that this game really nailed the play style for either, for either people is the best way I could put it. Fantastic. Fantastic. Austin. Yeah. I, I love this game. And I think that this game is, without question, better than the 2018 game. But I think I connected, and there was more of a nuance and a surprise to the 2018 game, to where I enjoy the 2018 game much more. But interesting. this this is an epic. Like, I know that's been said by the Kind of Funny crew and a lot of people. This is a spectacle. This is what games can do. This is top-of-the-line, triple-A video game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you slap that on the table. This is what games can do. This is the, like pinnacle of video games like there's no there's no question about it that being said i didn't connect with a lot of it with the puzzles and the combat and all of that but i love the characters i love the narrative i love the environments like anything that i had a gripe with it's just like i think this aspect just isn't for me i can acknowledge that these things aren't terribly made that they're just there's something about them that they're not connecting with me personally and i think they did so better in 2018 because it was more simplistic i think this this game throws a lot at you in terms of combat and uh like gear and like weapon upgrades and stuff like that and me i am just like i have anxiety now like seeing all of these things you can upgrade and all the gear you can find so like it, it just it gave me these like itches when, and not the good not the good kind where i was like oof i just don't know if i'm doing this right i never felt like i was on top of the combat in a way that the game intended so yeah. right but environments holy shit Yo. when you go to a different realm in this game it it's probably the prettiest thing i've ever seen on screen period not just oh, yeah. video games like i love that the narrative this if this does not win best narrative at the game awards i will fucking riot this is, <laughs> this is how you write a game everyone. Yo. This, is, this, is, this mm-hmm. is how you bring characters from literal hell to like the top of the line kratos atreus i love all the characters and i don't want to name too many because i don't want to spoil anything but there's a lot of characters in here that i fucking adore 
yeah chance you had anything you wanted to add to that um i i think uh we were talking about this or i was just mentioning how elden ring and this game are like battling it out and i think that the way elden ring built a world and the exploration was like the mainstay i think the narrative of this game is what's really hitting it out of the park for me as well i think that i don't know of very many other games that have capitalized off of writing over 10 years like this game has like it has no right to yeah. make me cry like a Mass Effect game, but it's fucking doing it. Like there's a, oh yeah, it's it's just it. I didn't think that they could recreate the feelings that I had in 2018, and now I'm having new feelings because of the story that they're telling. Which, you know, you always want the same thing but different, and they did that right, a hundred percent did that, and hats off all the flowers to Sony Santa Monica. Absolutely. Uh, speaking of you know the 2018 game and the 2022 games, to preface my thoughts, I feel crazy because you know so many people ride for the 2018 game and you know 10 out of 10, phenomenal masterpiece. Lots of people say it's you know their favorite game of all time. I'm talking about the Rumble Packs, the Greg Millers of the world, and I love I love 2018. That game is like a nine out of ten for me. And, and like I have a couple issues with it, a couple issues that like knock it down a peg. And I feel crazy because every like you, like Jordan said, everyone's been hyping this thing up, and in a lot of ways, Ragnarok is more of the 2018 game, but it so perfectly builds off of everything that's been established in God of War 2018, and it like it fixes some of my issues narratively, and then like when it starts having those issues, because like. My, my biggest issue with 2018 is how far we deviate from the journey, right? Like, like we're supposed to climb a mountain. How many times can we deviate from the mountain? Oh, we get up a certain amount. Okay, now we go back down the mountain to get the tool to, like, let us progress. Oh, a trace is six, and so now we go back down the mountain. We go to hell and, and stuff like that. Lots of deviations. That's my biggest problem. But when this game starts deviating, I know it's all building to Ragnarok. And it's incredible. Um, I think the combat's... Uh, improved there's great additions added to it the realms are incredible um the side content remains meaningful like all all of the stuff and i think it's i think it's like the perfect sequel absolutely but from there where where do we want want to jump around do we want to do some light story stuff no spoilers of course but just overall thoughts on the on the, on the story jordan what were you gonna say you had your hand up I was going to piggyback off something Josh said, and, like, if this opens us up to a tangent, we can cut it soon, but, like, you said that because you have some issues with 2018, you'd look at it as a 9 and not a 10. Do you guys view a 10 as there are no issues? Because, like, God of War 2018, uh, Breath of the Wild, like, fairly consensus, like, good games, 10 out of 10 games. I have issues with some of the way those games do things, but I only have those issues because I'm able to see them in... And some of them are more personal, but it's like the complaints I have about God of War or Breath of the Wild or Spider-Man, my personal favorite game full time, are not the same issues I have when I'm playing something like a Marvel's Avengers or a Gotham Knights or even just a more average game like, um, let's say, like, like Infamous. I don't know why that's the one coming to mind right now, but like games that are good, not great. Yeah, (laughs) but you know what I mean? It's like I feel I feel like you can point out flaws in everything and not have that not be a 10. That's just me personally. I was just wondering I can if you feel this. that way. I think I can answer this. Nines are essentially ten it tens in their genre, and tens are must play outside of genre. Yes. That's how I, yeah. I like, like that. You I actually 10, really like that. If you get something a ten, it's like okay, whether you are into the genre or not, you have to at least dip your toe in this game because it is like the pinnacle of video games. Where if something is a nine, it's like this is like the top of the line for the genre. Like if you like the genre, yeah. this is a must play for you. I think that's oh, yeah. I I always hearken. I always harken back to the IGN review for Metal Gear, Metal Gear Solid 5, where people were getting upset that that got a 10 out of 10. And they kept coming back to, we don't think it's perfect. We think it's a masterpiece. And so while I might may have like issues here and there, like my favorite video games, I have like some pretty glaring issues, but it's like the bedrock and what they were trying to achieve and how well they achieved it is a masterpiece. I think God of War perfectly executes on that. Like there's some things that... You know, so like I said, some combat things, there's some story things that I think could have used a little bit of work, but overall, it's just a masterpiece. Yeah. And like, 
Um, my like my biggest problems with 2018 is like enemy variety and then backtracking yep. and like those those deviants and like like th- this game gets rid of a lot of those and like in terms of the sidetracking all building towards Ragnarok and that's very like clearly laid out and then like um th- there's one thing that's kind of a, a spoiler that was fixed in Ragnarok that I'm not gonna say and uh, enemy variety has definitely been like drastically improved upon on this game. My only like gripe with this game is the puzzles. And that's just because I'm bad at them, honestly. There's one realm you visit early on where you got to deflect some stuff when throwing the axe, and I was like, Yo. the fucking angle to fucking get this thing? So I'm like, I... I was pissed. Not to get, like, too spoilery... Sorry, go ahead, Austin. It's, it's about puzzles, so if you're okay. talking about puzzles... So I'm talking ahead. about that specific yeah. one. Um, that mm-hmm. puzzle mechanic is implemented into combat, and I was playing on Show Me No Mer- or Give Me No Mercy, and without using that mechanic you you're done for and i think that i wanted to play the game differently they wanted me to use this puzzle mechanic and i didn't it kind of goes back to the play with your food thing they i'm sure it was funner on an easier difficulty but that is a puzzle specifically that like i had a really hard time with the runic ones without saying what that is there's a few of those that like i tried for 45 minutes and i could just not figure (laughs) the fuck out what how they wanted me to do this shit yeah absolutely and like when it Sorry, if if I may, when it comes yeah, to those, it. those puzzles, mm-hmm. I found that often I would attempt the correct solution first. Yes, like I played, I've played a lot of video games, and it just wouldn't can work, and yeah. I have yeah. no explanation why it just wouldn't trigger. So I would do something slightly off. So then I'm like, that's not it. And I'd mm-hmm. go attempt something else for 10 to 15 minutes and then i come back i'm like i guess i'll try this again and then it goes and i'm like you son of a bitch (laughs) i swear to god i did this first and didn't register i don't know how to explain it and that's the exact same problem where i had like i had where it's 3 a.m i i'm trying to get the right deflection and then i'm like no okay what if i hit it from this angle and no and i walk back to the first one and i'm like oh what if i just go a smidge lower and the smidge lower is like immediately gives me the right solution i'm like god Fucking damn it. Yeah. But then you use that same mechanic in combat. I'm like, okay, all is forgiven, dude. This fucking rips when you're just no, fucking so, beating the axe. Just so I, I once I said that, too. One more thing on, on puzzles, if, if I may. Because yeah. and Atreus or whoever companion you're with, they will say, like, give you, like, little hints, right, mm-hmm. at what you're doing. It, this is a clean 50-50 where I was like, Shut the fuck up. I know what I'm doing. You're not helping. But then there were also times where like, oh, you should throw it over there. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> the amount of... Yeah. It was a clean fifth. Like, it was either you need to never speak again or oh my mm-hmm. god thank you so much <laughs> i i have that same issue but when they say oh it's oh look over there there's been like three times where like i'm nowhere near them so i have no idea where they're pointing and i'm yeah. like no say it again <laughs> and then we can't point <laughs> So there is some things, uh, real quick, just to t- kind of t- go ahead, uh, Jordan, if it was still on this topic. Oh, I was just gonna say with the puzzles personally, like I feel the deflecting one is just like, a. it should have been a, a keep it simple, stupid, where you sometimes have to get a really weird angle. And I feel like it would have just been better if more of them were the most obvious solution. Um, but right. I love that they tell you it's the right one before the color changes. Yes. I don't think that spoils too much. Yeah. Um, yeah. The issue with the puzzles I'm having with that where I'm at the game now is the introduction of a new game mechanic. And I I don't think this is a spoiler because I'm just going to say it with a color. But like the puzzles that involve purple arrows. Okay. Those, yes. Yeah, yes. Those are more like I can figure them out, but I always forget that's an option until one of them says, hey, try it this way. So mm-hmm. I, I totally agree in, in a sense where like this game just throws a lot of shit at you. And I'm like, oh, right. I forgot I could do that. Or I forgot this did this. Not even necessarily with puzzles sometimes in combat as well. Those right. are the yeah. runic puzzles that I was talking about where like, okay, like I see the path they want me to take, but I can't. If, if that makes sense like and then i don't know th- there's quite a few of those i've started to figure them out more and i have noticed that in the, the main game they are way more straightforward than in the side quests in the side yeah. quests they get real yeah. fucky real quick um mm-hmm. to kind of go like into some story stuff because i feel like i've bitched about everything else i love how yeah, mimir is kind of there or your companion uh, treyas is kind of there to 
like explain some shit and there's some dialogue that they have where like in my in my head like something's not making sense gamer knowledge and then they bring it up and they're like we don't know how it works it just does and i'm like all's fair in love and war like that totally makes sense. <laughs> you you addressed this thing that wasn't even a big deal in my head but i i just right. love mimir and atreus and like the dynamic they have with brock and sindri in this game um is mm -hmm. so fucking good Mir is still the best character in all video games, in my yes. opinion. Yes, and he's just a fucking head. Like he's yeah, he's yeah. just chilling. There's often times where like it will go into like a combat cutscene, and you see Mimir's head just dangling there, like with a massive creature like doing this shit around it. Like Kratos <laughs> is like, dude, I'm yeah, like, Mimir, look out, dude, come on. <laughs> so to so to go back to the Mimir point. There's a point where Atreus asks, why aren't you on front so you can see everything? And he's like, oh, no, I get blood, like, viscous all over myself, like, and I can't oh, wipe it off. I don't think I got that. You may not be I don't there. I I got that dialogue because what I was just about to say is, like, I sometimes feel so bad for Mimir because, one, dude's trying to help and is looking the opposite direction. Two. Yeah. In the when like when you lose Kratos's animation sometimes falls backwards and I'm like now we lost Mimir too like, Kratos <laughs> yeah. is nothing but a wall he just that crushed that fucking yeah that cheek yeah. he just got smashed in those cheeks bro yeah Ooh, and right then right poor right. Kratos during these entire years has never been able to let out one fart and just like darn yeah do you think Mimir can yeah, smell because exactly. I feel like he's just ripping them left and right and maybe he's blaming it on he like his blades his yeah <laughs> but he doesn't have lungs. To be fair, I, I guess it can't smell as bad as like a decapitated head. And it's like, I feel like his, at the bottom. his blades of chaos have to smell like sulfur or something. So like, he's just letting them, letting them fly. Yeah. 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 I do like, like you were saying, I love like a lot of the conversations that are had outside of cutscenes and like big poignant moments. And I love the fact that this game just immediately follows up with something like Kratos and Atreus will be talking about something and then you'll kind of like go through a rock and like you're like well that didn't necessarily end there and then they bring it back up again and they like there's no there's nothing to be left resolved because they are just immediately just fall back up and start talking totally, with their totally emotions. agree except for when they say what's the point of having a shield if you're not gonna block like, fuck you <laughs> yeah <laughs> man bro I'm a parry fiend in this game and what happens is I have the dauntless shield like there's different shields mm -hmm. they work differently the one I use has a parry mechanic that you can then like charge up and hit them with. I get too horny and just immediately hit them with it. And if they have like a double combo, I'm getting axed. Like, I'm, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm using shield. that same there's shield. A, there's a shield that gives you just a bigger parry window. And I had that one because I just, I suck at parrying in every video mm -hmm. game ever. So I'm like, I thank you. Like, I need, thank you. I need that. Awesome. Right. <laughs> so I'm using the one Chance is talking about where it's high risk, high reward. And I suck at parrying, but I'm like, listen, Jedi Survivor and Tears of the Kingdom come out next year. It's, it's, I got to get good now. So yeah, I, put a, I put a runic that makes the parry window a little bit bigger on that shield, but I'm I'm still fucking up like a lot. So you but have like, to like they're connecting with you, and you'll notice that the game like skips a little bit, like it'll stop, yeah. and that's it. That's when you hit it. The and that's... thing that fucked me up is that there is no true animation for it. Like not every time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I and that's right. fucked me up on more than a couple boss fights. Like doing a parry, like I'm I'm dancing around. I have like one hit left on me, and then the animation breaks and i like anyway having said that this oh, yeah. is like one of the most polished games i've ever played in my life now granted i am used yeah. to playing from software games where like they're polished in certain ways and not in others but it just is so so polished and every environment looks so good well, the environments I, I can i could just gush about the environments all day but the one bug i, I wouldn't even call it a bug that i experienced is that you can ride on dog sled in this game at, at certain segments to get from point A to point B. And I went to get off the dog sled and it just started vibrating like crazy. <laughs> and Atreus is stuck in there and he's like running and he's like, oh, I can't go that way. Turns around, starts running. Oh, turns around and he's just stuck in there. And this thing's like, Brrr, yeah. for like a solid five minutes I recorded it. I'm like, this is just hilarious. I, I, yeah. I don't call that a, that's a feature. Yeah. <laughs> it made me laugh, like whatever. So I, I, I had something happen, and I'm sorry, Josh, but I, I need to address this because I do not know mm. if this is a bug or a feature. I got to, like, the second boss fight where you're fighting, like, a big dragon lizard thing. Mm -hmm. And I was, I, I was playing on Give Me Balance. I always like to start a game at normal and adjust based off my experience. Right. Guys, this dragon was whooping my ass every single time, and I was like, I got to get through this game. Let me drop it down to Give Me Grace. And I'm still doing fucking horrible. I go back to the settings. <laughs> it didn't let me switch. It put me back at give me balance, and that... I was doing it multiple times and letting it reload. Still, I restart the game like the next day. I'm like, fuck it, time to get good. 
restart the game uh-huh. the next day, go into the settings on the menu where it's like continue, new game, load game. There is no difficulty mechanic in that menu. Go back to the regular, go, go into the game, check the settings. Now it's at give me grace. And I just tried to, and I was like, maybe that was a one-time bug. PS5 has been through multiple power cycles since then. Try it again today to, to give me story so I could know more for this review. Fucking again, Corey Barlog is saying, nah, get good, bitch. Like- <laughs> so that that did happen to me when I, because I changed my difficulty a couple days ago, if I'm being honest. And I don't know if it took or not, because I did like bump it down yesterday to um, give me balance. So I'll get back to you on that, because that may be a bug, because it definitely happened to me as well. Where like I was yeah, on yeah. give me, anyway. Yeah, this is definitely one of the most polished games, like you said. The only two glitches I've had, uh, or like bugs, was uh, like that boss fight, first of all, fucking whooped my ass. And then I finished that boss fight, and there's a very poignant, like just emotional cutscene after that. And the compass was still up during the cutscene. And like the compass goes away during those like one shot cutscenes and stuff like that when it's like in the fields. And so, like, the camera's panning back and forth between two characters hashing it out, and it's going from, like, west to east, like, over their foreheads. I'm like, man, this is just pulling me out of this conversation right now. Like, Kr- like Kratos is opening up, and I'm like, oh, he's going from east to south. I'm, I'm watching the camera, just, <laughs> you know, directly go around this, uh, this room. And then uh, one time in the, like, a couple times in the menus, I'd, like... The UI, not not the absolute best, but, like, cycling through weapons and stuff like that. Like, I'll, I'll, I'd cycle to the Leviathan Axe, and Kratos is just holding nothing. He's just yep. standing there like this. Like, that happened to me, but, like, two minor things. I don't yeah. know what pommel I've put on my blades or on my axe until I, like, go back into the game. Because that's, that's broken as fuck for me. Like, he's not holding anything, and then mm-hmm. when he's supposed to hold up his axe, he'll, like, bring it up for a second, and he's like, that's all you get. And, like, pull it back down immediately. <laughs> and I'm like, what does it look like? <laughs> I never had that. I'm jealous, because yeah. that axe, the like... Only, the only bug I had is the one where I had a vibrating dog sled. That's the only one in the right. entire experience. So. Other question on if this is a bug or a feature. If you try to switch your equipment in the field and not at, like, Brock or Sindri's shop, it doesn't show you the stats, right? Um, I'm stuck remembering. I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, it does. It does. Yeah. It's in the top oh, for left. Armor, at least. It's in the top left. Oh, okay. Yeah. See, yeah. this is what we're like. the The menus are convoluted. Like, they're not the easiest to run through. So, like, they've redone the way that like your axe looks and like how you interact with it to, um, like the menu for the axe and how you interact with it to, um, put on your pommel and the two runes that you have. And that whole system could have used a lot more refinement. I personally rathered the God of War 2018 menu. I just played through that yeah. last month, and I thought that menu was pretty slick for what it was trying to do, and I felt like they were trying to incorporate too many things. They kind of got lost in the weeds on this one because there's some walls of text on that menu. Yeah. yeah. We're, we're, we're bouncing around here. Uh, in terms of combat, there was just way too much, in my opinion. There was way too many, too many things of gear, too many uh, uh, pummels and all that crap for me where I was just like... I'm just going to lean whatever gives me the most defense because that is comforting to me. And I don't want to yeah. just like even make a decision <laughs> like this, this. I just decided that right at the beginning. And that's that's what I did. And yeah. You said that there were stats in the top left. Never once noticed it. No, not a single time. I <laughs> like just I would just go to the I would go to the upgrade and said, now it does this. And I see the stats when you upgrade it, but I would never wow. see it currently. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. I I played the first game. I I think like there's a lot there, but you can definitely find and sort what works best to you you and like for me, I'm a basic ass bitch. I like I just upgraded the first armor piece you got all the way through and then you uh, Low key, that's the get, best like, looking armor in the whole fucking game. What? 100%. Like, it I've been. Gives you, it gives you shit stats, but like this, the ones where it's just like the two shoulder, like things that looks like spandex mm. or snakeskin. Most hideous yeah. armor set I have ever seen. Yes, man. And it has Absolutely. the best stats. What the fuck? Like, I hate <laughs> it. I locked it for a while, and there was a point where I just said, fuck it. I don't care yeah. anymore. I'm taking it, that shit off. It makes yeah. him look like I, a stripper for Chippendales. Like, stop. <laughs> Wait, and that's a negative of the game? I, like, a bad stripper, though. Like, he couldn't afford the... I just... Nah, it's a skeezy thing. Yeah. Like, he, he doesn't look good. 
Kratos is an attractive yeah. man, and that makes him look like a, a lot uh, lizard. Tra- transmog comes in at like level five or level nine. I mean, yeah. So you have to upgrade it the whole fucking way before you can make it look mm-hmm. different. Yeah, and then like since we're, Go ahead. I, I was just gonna just we'll keep to gear and uh gear and combat a little bit more here but like uh yeah I, I was going solely based on like aesthetics and like minor stats for changing things there's definitely a lot like i remember uh i went through new game plus difficulty on the on the first game uh living when i lived with my best friend who's a big rpg guy and he's like hold on show me these menus again and like in five minutes he gave me the best fo- possible build to, to just whoop every valkyrie's ass and i was like thanks bro i appreciate that but also now with this game i'm just gonna be a basic ass bitch again and just go on what looks what looks great and like what's what's there so it's like to me i think if the the options are there if you want to build like some incredible strength build or luck build or anything but like if you want to also just be a basic bitch you can just be a basic bitch with this one and nothing I, wrong with i that. agree i agree that the options are there me, mm-hmm. I get anxiety, and I'm like, if I do it this way, am I just playing the game wrong? Like, am I because I die a lot, and I played on the no, I'm di- easiest difficulty. I'm I'm dying more in like, this game than I do like Soulsborne games. It is very difficult. Okay, so yeah. that wasn't just me for one. That that's good to know. Yeah, yeah. But, but like I I'm I always have that fear in the back of my head. Like, am I dying because of what I'm deciding to put on my character or what I'm deciding to do in combat? Like, the way right. I won combat scenarios was just like. Using my light runic or whatever relic, what runic? I think it's runic. Yeah, using my runic. light runic, using my heavy runic, switching to the other weapon. Pete, I don't want to spoil anything else besides by saying that, but like, that's how I got through fights. It was just mashing, doing a combo I like, tell my other after using both all of my runics, and then just rinse and repeat. That's how I got through fights. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and that's kind of. Yeah. where I think like what I talk about when I have issues with the combat is I think for as much health as the enemies take away from you every hit the combat isn't personally tight enough to justify that I, I think that they need to dial back how much they're taking off of you because there's some semi boss you know like they'll, they don't have the name pop up or anything but they'll hit you twice and you're dead and mm-hmm. to me that's like a Melania thing, not a fucking Draugr out in the middle of nowhere thing. And so I do feel yeah. like there was some balancing that they could have done because I don't think that it needs to be tighter. I think that the way it is fits really well, but the amount right. of health they take off versus the risk and reward is kind of offset because you, the amount of damage you're doing isn't negotiable to how much they're doing damage on you if you like really look at it. Yeah, I yeah. totally agree. I think 2018, I felt like you did more damage in 2018, but I also haven't played it since. No, you did. Then, so. You did. I played it on the same difficulty, and that's why one of the issues I have is I feel like you're nerfed quite a bit. I, I am constantly <laughs> underleveled for every area I go to. I'm one level below them all the time, and I've spent 30 hours. I've done every side quest, so I should be right. higher, right? And so that's off my soapbox now about combat. I'm on the same uh, level as Austin, where, like, I'll go into a fight, I'm right around the same level. If they're, like, level 4, I'm level 4. Maybe I'm level 5 and a couple level 4s, and I'm just using the, like, runic attacks. And then I've, like, gone into the... There's a huge skill tree of just moves and stuff like that, all which you can activate and deactivate. And I just kind of went through and picked which ones are kind of the best, and I'd be like, okay, well, you know, I can do the the whole heavy R2 on the axe and, like, hold into someone and throw them. And, like, that, like, you just pick... Pick and choose the moves that you want out of that set, and then Loki. One of my favorite thing. moves in the entire game. That always looks so cool. Loki. Yeah. He said Loki. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then um, another thing I liked here is you use the blades of chaos as a traversal mechanic to get around Yo. combat arenas this time, which that added such like like that did wonders in terms of the. Um, verticality of arenas and shit like that and make like mixing things up so i'd like whip up go fight some dudes and then do the fucking death from above move just come down on enemies and it's just so fucking satisfying to do that shit and the the traversal that the the blades of chaos give you in combat arenas is incredible and i love how if you have i would just real quick on the go ahead go ahead (laughs) Oh, oh, okay. The amount of times I would just fucking mash 
people and I knew I was being surrounded by people and I would just sprint and use the thing where you go up the ledge and then look down yeah. and then do that. The amount of times I did that and I felt like I was cheating was too much. Too much. Where I would just like take hits, take hits, take hits, get them all around me, go up, slam down and then just mash buttons and then because once you hit them like from from above they're kind of like stunned or whatever so you're just like da 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 and you just get a big pile Absolutely. of them dead and I'm like I cheated so <laughs> which weapon are y'all going into an encounter first with which one do you prefer out of the Leviathan Axe and the Blades of Chaos I for me it's very it depended upon the situ like the enemy types right because there's a lot more this time around and so, like, with bigger enemies, um, none that I, like, necessarily want to specifically name or give away, but, like... Uh, I know like, the type I'll of enemies in, you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, I'll go I'll go in with, like, uh, the blades, right? And then for, like, more, like, uh, foot soldiers and stuff like that, I'll just go... I, like, the axe feels so good, like, person, like, like close and personal with them. I love the mechanic this time around, too, where you can basically rev them up like yes. holding triangle and you fucking just give them that freeze or you like fucking whip the chain and it's so fucking badass and like adding the uh the effects like the winter like the frost and the uh flame effects is incredible what about you? I, the perks so much the perks or upgrades that i enjoyed that i enjoyed the most were the ones where you get that like instantly by doing a set action like there was one where like if you start sprinting at them yes and just tap yes. triangle you instantly get frost or you instantly get whatever the flame equivalent is <clears throat> right those are my oh, favorite things is like it would never even i would forget that was a thing when i'm in Same. combat i just go straight to mash in and i'm like oh shit after i'm done and i just took half my half my health is gone i'm like mm -hmm. we should have done the, the the thing whatever yeah I, I the first half of the game i mained the axe okay. and the second yeah. half of the game i mained the blades of chaos before for like the reach essentially mm -hmm. so i'm in actually in a very similar boat because i i love the blades I love the axe the most like that is God of War to me personally because I didn't beat the old games. I played some of them, but I neglected the Blades of Chaos like the entire first half of the game. And I'm realizing now that like so in 2018, I always used the axe for distance. That was the thing I was throwing. I would never use the L2 attacks on with the blades. Right. And now I'm finding it's the opposite where like if somebody's at a distance, I'm grabbing them and doing the double whip thing and getting them off the ground with their buddies. Um I still prefer the axe, but like Josh was saying, the larger enemies, though they just have such a better reach to get like if you if you have the axe and you don't take that extra step, you're not going to hit, but if you don't with the blades, you're more likely to connect. Um what about you, Jordan? Uh, I've been maining the axe when it's like smaller encounters, but if it's big groups, especially where it's like larger swarms of things that die in one to two hits, that I'm just whipping those blades like it's nobody's business. I'm not even aiming. I'm just like, I'll get you eventually. Yeah. Um, the only thing with the combat that I've had like an issue with because it feels great has been... To an extent, the formula of, like, you go up here, there's these guys. You go up there, there's different guys that are still kind of foot soldiers. Then there's a mini boss fight. Then there's a boss fight that doesn't really play into the, the story, but it's there for them to be, like, we had enemy variety. The biggest thing that stuck out to me today was, and I'm going to try to be as spoiler-free as possible as I can. But I will stop you if you start. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Basically, it's it's one of the, the levels where you are on the sled and you are trying to track something down. Okay. Does everyone know yep. what I'm talking about? Yep, yep. There's, yep. One, there's one section where you, you get off the sled, you go up, and you go, I think it's here. You go up, and... It's right uh, where my sled started vibrating, for the record. <laughs> okay. Um, you get up, and there is a mini-boss that spawns. Um, I, 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 it's c kind of like a, a, a flame-based enemy is the most, I'll say, to, to not spoil anything. Yeah. Um, incredibly tough. I kept fucking going at it until i beat it just to find out that that boss fight was not mandatory because after it goes oh the <laughs> thing's not here go back but i <laughs> probably could have just avoided the boss fight i think it's like oh nope this mm -hmm. isn't where it is turn around it did not indicate that at all so uh, is this is this boss type something that you find in other places I found it once earlier in the game behind a closed door. So that one was very obvious that this is optional. So and I that found it is one of the very early levels. Damn, I know, I know the exact encounter that you're talking about. And I 
I took it as this is going out of my way to get this knocked out because I'm here. I did not think that was part of that quest. On a side note, that quest is fucking awesome. Like the yeah. the the conclusion yeah. to that quest and the things that are said made it all worth it because I had an issue with that quest as well with some of the enemies. Not that that yeah. one too because that enemy type is fairly hard. But it, yeah, I encountered that enemy Jordan and I. I don't know how I knew this, but I, I knew it was optional. I can't I can't mm -hmm. give you an answer as to why I knew, but I got my ass fucking just destroyed by this dude. And I said, fuck that. <laughs> I just so, went, nope. yeah. I had so already the first time I had already killed sorry. four or five of them by the time I hit gotcha. that one. So that's why I like kind of knew what I was getting myself into. Because when I ran into the first one in a very earlier level and it was you had to open the door to trigger it, part of me was just like, all right, I'm 200 levels for this part. Like, it's whatever. I Maybe I'll come back here someday. Maybe I won't. And then I saw it. And I was like, oh, this is the real one you have to fight, isn't it? Took like a fucking half hour. Again, not letting me switch difficulty. <laughs> um... <laughs> for them to be like all right where to next i was like the fuck you mean where to next right um yeah. tra transitioning a little bit from combat uh more into just side stuff and exploration have we discovered the berserkers have you guys done that basically this game's valkyries I don't you, think that's a spoiler guys... either because like everybody has no. they they've already been talked about i'm pretty sure they're in i actually but feel yeah. like one of that the Valkyries have been split up into different enemies. I feel like there's like yeah. four or five because the enemy type he's talking about, I feel like is partial, like some of that experience, if that makes sense. Where like you're going right. out to find these things. I have, and I've mm -hmm. only gotten two of them. The ber Berserkers. First one, whoop my ass. Second one, second one I did leading up right to the big poignant moment. And I was like, hold on. They're like, you want to go explore some stuff? And I was like, sure. What's this tombstone? Should I even worry about it? 45 attempts later, I'm like, I finally got it done. I'm ready to roll credits, dude. I'm, I'm this, done. <laughs> which one? Okay, because, again, without spoiling too much, you find, like, a hilt. Yes. And the mirror yes. is, like, is that what you're talking about? Is it, yeah. is it those things? And oh, then yeah. you yeah, stick it exactly. in the tombstone? Yes, I have not yeah. found these. I went by a tombstone, and, and Mimira was just like, maybe don't. <laughs> like, <laughs> maybe just keep going, buddy. You yeah. do pass one right when you find it, and he tells you not to, when you find the artifact, to then unlock that side quest. He he says, mm -hmm. like, we're not ready for this right now. And right. I that was the easiest one I've encountered so far, is the one he said you weren't ready for. And I wasn't ready for Ooh. it when he said. <laughs> like, I came back a few hours later not trying it at all, and it still kicked my ass twice. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Like, it's it's very much... To me, those ones are the the equivalent to the valkyries because like the walls come up and yeah it's yeah like, you're just locked in this i'm i'm pressing the focus button to like make sure i'm, I'm typically like i don't press the like lock on Same. enemy button unless it's like one-on-one -on -one encounter and i'm like i'm locking on and we're fucking one of the one of us is making it out alive and 45 times it's not me on the 46 it's me making it out alive. that's um, i do really like those encounters because i feel like that makes me start pulling stuff out of my trick bag that i don't usually use right like the 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 special like i've noticed that the special combos that you can unlock do more frost damage or do more fire damage and so i'm like trying to get as many of them in as possible once he gets unstunned i'm hitting him with my rune attacks and then i'm switching to blades or something and or back right. to the axe and mm -hmm. i i do really like that i think the valkyries were so hype that that yeah. aspect is just a part of the game that is fun it's a challenging thing but um i don't i preferred the valkyries because like mimir always had something to say about the valkyries that was like very insightful um right as an experience i think they are really fun and i do think they hold that place really well absolutely and then on that has there been anything else side content wise even like side quest wise that's like stood out to you or seemed like a lot more different from the first game does it seem like it's more more of the first game when it comes to side content how are we how are we feeling on that because that is like outside of the the main quest and the the combat that is a big part of the game like they will tell you hey we're in this realm we have time to do stuff or we can go back what are how are we feeling about it austin as someone who literally main path this and nothing else mm -hmm. i the only, the only note I have on that, but I feel like it's worth mentioning, is the fact that I think they adequately throw in, like, hey, if you don't want to continue, now is the time to explore. Like, that right. happens throughout the entire game, like, six or seven times? 
I think mm-hmm. like that that's good in my opinion. Like if, yeah. if you it's 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 the equivalent to like go into like the final chapter and it's like before you go into this final chapter, uh if you want to do anything else, you can't. So if you mm-hmm. want to uh attempt this chapter like right now, you can't go back anymore. So like warning, like it's it's right. the equivalent of that in in like games of the past. And and I I love that. And I also think it's thrown in at the right time. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. never just like boom 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 boom. So yeah, that's my only note on that. I had received a side quest prior to encountering one of those, and I was actually kind of getting bugged. I'm like, when am I going to be able to peel off of this main story to go get that side quest taken care of? Because it was very interesting. It's the one that has to do with Mimir. Um, right. Have you guys done that one at all? No. Okay. In, I, won't, uh, I won't say what it... I was, yeah, I'm not going to say even what it... Yeah, yeah. I, uh, I think I know what you're talking about. Great quest, great quest. A really good quest, and it like really... Uh, humanizes Mimir in a way um yeah but I think that they are timed out perfectly and I will say you can go back like if you're super into the story and you want to keep charging through it but you don't want to miss out on this side quest like I hit a point last night where they were like hey maybe go do some side quests and I went and knocked out like four just back to back to back like went to all different realms all of them and I just Austin nailed it yeah, and I, I like that they present it as like a or sort of situation. They're like, hey, you know, there's still things to do in this realm, or we could get back to this thing, which is related and to the Depending on what realm story. you're in, they remind you. They're like, hey, we yeah. could go do blah, 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 mm-hmm. blah, with detail. Like, they're yeah. like, hey, right. remember that dude we encountered who had the thing? And it's like, oh, yeah, okay, let's go do that. <clears throat> yeah. And go go for it, Jordan. I was gonna say I've been I golden path the original, and I've been golden golden pathing this one. Um, and again, that's kind of why. I like this game design better than Horizons, where Horizon almost forced you to do side stuff or else you were vastly underleveled. This one changed, yeah. like, uh, you said you were maybe a level under. But, like, as a whole, like, I feel like the game is designed in a way where it does, it, again, it encourages both play styles because, like, and obviously the, like, in, in-game in context of these two games is going to be vastly different. But it's not like in Spider-Man where you do something and then it, you basically have to do some sort of side stuff, whether it's a crime or a side mission or a radio tower, like, until the next chapter opens up. Like, right. they don't do that. You can just go from story beat to story beat, which I'm really enjoying. Yeah, that was absolutely, like, fantastic with, like, yeah, without waiting for the phone call from Aunt May to be like, hey, yo, you come down and, yeah. you know, feast. You know, you're not waiting, like, waiting around for that. I thought that was, like, very well done. So I personally think that I have gotten so much more out of the game because I'm stopping to do these things. And mm-hmm. I have noticed just how much more the world is being built out and like the Mimir one he mentioned something about that quest way later in the game and um it just like i really appreciate how they took the time to make like hey somebody might have completed this quest we should like maybe it just and maybe they do that for everybody but i really appreciate the time and intention that they took into these side quests and the story there's another one with Mimir um, it's in Midgar, and that one it was phenomenal. Like it really yeah. showed a different side of a mirror. Um, he's the best. Go ahead. The Austin. other reason uh, you just reminded me. Like I think this game is, in terms of its writing, they will introduce mm-hmm. lore that you encounter later. Or it's like yeah. they will just do a little random thing that's like, oh yeah, I think I've heard of that in Norse mythology, and then you encounter said creature or whatever, like by name, not like a thing, like by name, and you're like, mm-hmm. oh, you were like two chapter chapters ago, you just said you mentioned this dude, and you're like, oh my god, I have to fight this thing now? What the? F-? And yeah. yeah, so like yeah. I think that's awesome, and they do that so many times, whether even even in the main the main line, the Golden Path, I, like that happens so many times in the main story as well as because I know there's a bunch of side content where it's like totally mentioned a, a character and he pops up later and you're like oh and then that's totally an optional thing and you're like that's fucking cool like i mm-hmm. it, they will drop little tidbits like two or three chapters before you encounter it and i'm like you motherfuckers like i only know what this is because you literally mentioned it before and now i'm like intrigued yeah. you fucker Goddamn. yeah but it's like the perfect storytelling because like i know norse mythology like i have a whole norse mythology leg tattoo it, I, it was something that i'm very it is something i'm very passionate about and I love the way that they have taken the source material and really, I don't mean it negatively, but twisted it and made it different and like shot yeah. it from a different perspective. And, you know, just 
Atreus being Loki, I feel like was the start of that. And in this game, I feel like it's not at that level, but I just keep getting hit back to back to back with like these changes to somebody that I feel like I kind of know something about. And it's always in like the most clever ways. And, and I almost said something spoiler. So I'm going to turn my time away. <laughs> yeah. Jordan, you had something to say. Yeah. I think with this one, I might go back and do some of the side content because one of the things I did notice and to an extent like is that, canonically Kratos and Atreus did all the side stuff in the last game. Yes. yes. I don't think this is a huge, like they talk about fighting the Valkyries. They reference it in this game, even though I did not fight a single Valkyrie in, in 2018. And so I think that's a really good world building thing, but then it also does get into the thing with, and this game, I think is more towing the line with it. Where like, well, for those who main passed, are we ever going to get to a point where like, we don't understand something where like, I know it's the third time I brought the game up. Like if you didn't play the Spider-Man DLC, you're really missing out on something for like a major character when the second one drops. You're gonna be like, wait, what the fuck happened? Yeah, that? Oh, so I haven't played I haven't played the DLC, so I'm fucked. <laughs> you need to you need to split, play that DLC. Okay, okay. okay. Credit to the writing because not even the DLC. It's also... a side mission in the DLC. I'm sorry to interrupt. I just need to get that out. As someone who also okay. only main path for the most part, twenty I did more side stuff in 2018 than I did in this one because I did literally zero in this one, and then 2018 I did a little bit. I dabbled, mm-hmm. but someone who only dabbled and they would bring up things that are side content i understood what they were and i don't know if that's just because it's been a while so i learned about these things but i still think that's credit to the writing team of like the way in which they bring these up and how like it's usually maybe a sentence or two that they'll sprinkle in every once in a while it's never like a huge story beat that you need to understand i just think it's like they'll, they'll say something and you're like oh fuck you're like i totally remember that like that exactly yeah. i actually yeah. I, I found like a really good comparison just thinking about a conversation me and austin had right before we recorded uh this game is what gold and silver is to red and blue where no matter how you played red and blue they will mention the stuff that happened and the in, the protagonist from that game is at the end of that game spoilers for a 25 year old game but like you know <laughs> red red from the the save file you did has a a canon arc even if you did none of that and it, yeah. it does kind of feel like that where it's another thing where I think we're in the age of duologies where these these games are two sides of the same coin. They're a part one and a part two. They are not a sequel. Which yeah. I... I th- that being said, I can tell that this was initially intended to be a trilogy. That shows to me. Not negatively. Just in the terms of how much shit oh, happens yeah. <laughs> in this game. Like, I mean, this... They go so many realms. They do so much shit. Like, a lot happens in this game, and a lot of it, I don't think it feels rushed. I also don't think it necessarily all of it feels entirely fleshed out the way they intended or would have wanted to do it. I think it all succeeds in the beats work when they come up, hmm. but I'm like, I could have used a little more of A, B, and C for this character and this character interacting as such, or coming to this conclusion or whatever. Where I am in the game, I feel like I'm at a point where... Because I, I said the other day I was at a chapter because I looked up the name of the of the the, the path list and and just look it up and like I was like there were chapters <laughs> and, and there, there were so many more they call them paths in this game there were so many more paths than I expected and I think I am at the point in the game where the chapters or paths whatever you want to call them are significantly shorter than the ones at the beginning and I don't know if that yeah. continues or if it peak or if it like goes back to being if the ones in the end are as long as the ones at the beginning but kind of in the middle it does feel like oh you're going from chapter to chapter pretty damn fast. Yeah. I, I think that's the, the nature of the story. And then like, um, yeah, the final couple path quests are definitely like, it goes back to similar to how it is in the beginning of like, um, it, they are longer. They've specified this is it, it though, right? This is the end of the Norse or the Norse. Yeah. The Norse. Okay. Saga. I totally, I can't say things that I want to say, but there's a certain, spin-off thing that I want to happen involving a different character that I think is totally written all over the ending of this game. That's all I will say. There are people but, on Twitter asking for the next game to be about Christianity's gods. It's not that's Yo, not, kill that's Jesus. Down, Please right. God. Kill yeah. Jesus. Can you imagine the, 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 the shitstorm that would happen in this country? Because like listen, I have enough like Christian guilds with my family, like I wouldn't play it, but you do you type of thing. Kratos punching the shit out of Jesus. But like, can they be mad because they've already he's already killed two other like people's gods, Yo. right? Because there's still people who practice Norse mythology and there's special chance. Look, I'm, I'm an atheist. No god is special. Like, come on, dude. like, kill them all. 
Dude, dude, and Corey, feel free to use this idea. I'm picturing Joseph in his fucking boat, and it's just full of enemies, and you just have to kill them all. Like, <laughs> set piece, man. You're just fucking fighting two of you each other. Like, you just animal. have the the no, book of more are... the plates. Yeah, bah, bah. yeah man. <laughs> You're throwing the plates at them. Yeah. Yeah, I did too. Corey Barlog, you take this. Noah's Ark, fucking, you just have it yeah. <laughs> see i'm imagining a scene where he goes to stab jesus in the hand and jesus hands like with the hole in it just goes through the, the axe or whatever and just <laughs> chokes him out yeah man um but i think for this being the end of the norse myth like uh the norse mythology i think everything's tied up well and i think like that speaks like to the to the credit of the writing and everything like and austin was saying if something's brought up it comes back later and it's all paid off in such a like satisfying way whether it's through main quest stuff or even side quest stuff and like that's i think the side quest like if you're not going to go for every chest or and every raven i think like at least play the side quests yeah. because they are just so they're just as impactful as some of the main quests honestly i i would that second note, that we we brought up sorry we brought up paths and how you feel like it goes like it, it moves at a pretty good click fairly fairly quickly from path to path to path I would say, and Josh brought the point that, that that's, like, the, the nature of the narrative. Mm. I would argue that it's quick because, or Josh, you thought it was quick because you main path. Did you main path most of it? I, so, and this is also speaking to the side content, too. I main path, like, I main pathed a lot of it except for, like, like the second night I was in Svartalheim, I'm like, okay, I'm I'm going to do some more side quests. And then when I was in Vanaheim, I did a lot of side quests there. Uh, I main pathed it, but like ADHD brain. If I saw a chest, I'm like, all right, we're stopping. We're doing that. We're spending 20 minutes on this. Okay. On this I, Norn chest. Yeah. That, <laughs> <laughs> fuck the Norn chest, dude. Yeah, yeah man. There's so many yeah. of them in this goddamn game. I was like yeah. Josh, where I was main pathing the story, but if I saw a hallway and knew I needed to go to the other one, I was like, well, what's down this one? Like, I, I was doing that thing. Get um, also, shout out to this game for just making a very easy button telling you which way your objective is, and that way you don't accidentally trigger a cutscene and miss out. Wait, what? Before. Maybe that's an, sorry, maybe that's an accessibility setting, but there is a setting in this game where if you click R3, Kratos will turn like if there's two hallways Kratos will turn this way which means oh I I am that's the right way and then you could go to the other one get a chest or a, a collectible this whatever yo I'm going to change a setting because I've I've fucked that up I like eight yes. times <laughs> and, and what, like what I, what I was trying to go get for at is I think I think the nature of the, the like pacing in this game going from path to path to path I think it is designed for you to do side content because in my opinion the way I was going through things because it felt kind of there were certain things that felt again not rushed but there's like it could have been flushed out a little bit more and how people came to conclusions or how you you made this this leap in logic I think it's, it is generally designed for you to do side content at least a little bit in, in between each path yeah I think I, I, I think there's that, but, like, I think it's also the nature of, like, okay, well, we've spent so much time on point B, we have to now get back to point A, right? Before, uh, like, people start, like, forgetting what's even happening on point A or anything like anything like that. It's, like, we've diverted so long on this path, we have to get back to, the, like, the, what the other cast is doing. The, the, the narrative almost feels, and I, this one I, I'd say is more specific to Ragnarok than it is with 2018, where the narrative almost feels designed like a Zelda quest where we have to get item A, but to get item A, you have to get items uh, 1, 2, and 3, but before you can get 1, 2, and 3, you have to do like lowercase a, lowercase b, lowercase c. But it, instead of that being the entire mission then you find structure. out you can't even get item a what you wanted before <laughs> yeah, yeah. item a uh, secondary <laughs> yeah. basically hey bravo um, but it seems like this the story is designed that way rather than the quests themselves if that makes a lot of sense because the example i gave uh to liaren the other day because she had never played 2018 she goes is the whole game just them walking up a single mountain i was like yes and no and the comparison i made was like you know how Harold and Kumar only need to get to White Castle, but shit keeps happening? Like, <laughs> it's like that. 
That is a so really good, good comparison. But to like yeah. double back to that point, I feel like that's always how God of War games have been. I went back and there's a YouTuber named Jinji, highly recommend, who did a retrospective and kind of a breakdown of all of the games because I hadn't played most of them. And mm. he kind of talks about the story beats and like that seems to have been like a consistent thing through these games is like you need item A, but to get A, like you had said. And so... yeah. Um, I haven't yeah. felt that way personally, that it's like I'm constantly chasing a carrot. I do feel like uh, I, yeah, I, 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 I'm <laughs> talking more about the narrative structure than the level design itself, where yeah. without spoilers, right. there is an end yeah. goal in this game. But to do yeah. that, you need to meet up with person B. And so you go on the quest to find person B. After that, they go, hey, you know what? We actually might need to go and get item a like yeah but it's all part of the narrative where as far as the, the levels go maybe i'm remembering along the, the levels themselves feel a little bit more on the rails than 2018 oh 100 but, but the narrative is to do this i have to do this and to do that i have to do that yeah and and like i was saying like it's a lot less offensive this time around to me personally because the whole point is not climbing the mountain the whole point is Ragnarok and no matter what you're doing at any point along the story you can always point it back to like this has to do with something within the prophecies within Ragnarok right so I I feel like it's a lot less offensive that way man but I've loved this discussion so far we want I want to end with uh final thoughts and give me what you'd rate it so far chance you want to take it away um Final thoughts. Uh, Sony Santa Monica really blew it out of the park. Um, I understand why Greg Miller thinks that Kratos is the best character in video games. I think that Christopher Judge deserves all of the flowers on this. I think there's a lot of people in this game that I won't mention who deserve flowers. There's um, just a lot of really good writing. And, and if you're not playing this game, what the fuck are you doing with your life? I would rate it as of right now. Like it's a, it's a masterpiece. It's a 10 out of 10. And I don't see that changing just based off of the game I've played so far. I have put 30 hours into it, so I've played a fucking shit ton, and if it's still a 10 out of 10, I don't think it's going to change. Beautiful. Jordan? Um, what chance at? I mean, they really put their Sony Santa mussy into this. Uh, like, <laughs> they, put, they gave this their all. I don't think that's what he said. I really don't think that's what he said. I was there. Uh, yeah, <laughs> revisionist history. That's exactly what he said. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, no, like, this game really uh, has its all, like, I'm about halfway through, and I think right now, like, unless somehow the ending is the most atrocious thing I've ever seen, like, I'm assuming it's going to stay where it is, where it's just, like, I would say, like, a 9.5 to 10 out of 10, like, this combat isn't my personal favorite, but I don't, I, I can objectively see how it's incredible. Uh, so, I mean, yeah, like, I don't know what else I can say. Like, this game is a masterpiece. Personal, it might be a 9.5, 9. but if but you were objectively to... Objectively a 10. Yeah. 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 Austin? I think I'm objective, or personally, it's a 9, objectively, it's a 9.5, because I really, I really didn't like certain aspects of the combat. But again, that's also just because that's who I am. So, objectively, that would put it 9.5. And I think it's a 9.5 to me because I love 2018. And I and I I know that's kind of not fair in a way, but right. but 2018 did yeah. Kratos as a character. I can't I can't undersell that anymore. Than they did the impossible. Like I did mm-hmm. not give a shit about Kratos as a character. He was just in my mind. Literally, the only vision I had of Kratos is him going Calliope. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. That's it. Right. <laughs> Nothing else. The famous so, Calliope. <laughs> so, the fact that that in this game, so I'll give I'll give this game its flowers in terms of its narrative. They do with Kratos as a character. They take what twenty eighteen did to Kratos as a character, and they improve on that somehow even more in this to where the 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 inclusion to his arc with his son. I love it so much. It's so yeah. good. And it's it's there's writing on the wall in some of it in a way where I'm like, I can see this coming and I didn't give a shit because it's done so goddamn well. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh my my final score, I'm giving this a ten. Like I have I have, you know, some small some small gripes with puzzles and like 
a, a little bit of combat, but other than that, like this, they fuck, they knock this one out of the park, dude. I think this is they like fuck. a once. In, they they fuck and they fuck hard, dude. <laughs> yeah. I think this is this is a one in a gen like a generation kind of game. I don't think we're ever gonna get like some like at least for, maybe not from Sony Santa Monica. I don't think we're gonna get something like this again. At least within the PS5 lifespan, I think you know they'll they'll still go on the great do fantastic things, but like this this is just once in a a generation game and it's so beautifully executed i love the story the themes that they implant the fact that they can expand the scope but still have it captivate me the entire way through with the new characters introduced with everything like introduced set up like incredible the visuals everything and like yes it's more of 2018 but that's still more of a great thing but it has also has the bells and whistles of the ps5 so like god damn this is just a, a step up all around but different realms i cannot stress this enough the different realms when you go from realm to realm and how fucking beautiful each one is distinctively different and yet mm -hmm. breathtaking i'm like fuck like even if you though, just gave though... me a walking simulator of yeah. just going from realm to realm i would play that and I, yeah and i would love every second of it even even the ones you revisit from 2018 there's something different they still look absolutely gorgeous and please for the love of god play this game if you have, let us know what you think about it in the comments down below. Check out our socials for our official review. Instagram, IG Reels. Uh, I guess that's the same thing. TikTok, uh, maybe Snapchat. Maybe we might post one there. Uh, YouTube Shorts, everything. Twitter. And be sure to subscribe if you haven't. Hit that bell button. And stay tuned for our next review, Pokemon, in a couple weeks. Yes. And with that, and I we'll would see you. Real quick, I would also like you to comment, would you rather be colorblind or lose your sense of taste? Comment down below. Ooh, Thanks. Absolutely. Sorry to mean to cut you off. No, no. Fantastic. And let us know if, if you're 2018 or a Ragnarok uh, kind of person. But uh, with that, we'll uh, we'll see you next time around. And we, we love you, smooches.